another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. How are you? Hello. Welcome to our show. <laughs> oh, we're still here. Yeah, well, we ain't going anywhere. We ain't going anywhere until we get that fucking vaccine. Yeah. Whose dick do we have to collectively suck to get that goddamn damn vaccine? Let's all suck this one dick. One dick. <laughs> one dick to rule them all. <laughs> Ugh, brother. Everybody's getting it but us, man. Yeah, well. What the hell? Our state's taking its sweet time. It is taking its sweet time. Yeah, but. I want, I want to get it, though. I'm, I, so I realized today is March 3rd. Uh-huh. On March 13th. It will be exactly one year since I set foot in a restaurant. What, what restaurant was that? It was Village Inn of all places. Mm. So it's, I don't even know if you can call it a restaurant. <laughs> what do you call it then? A place where you get food poisoning sometimes. I never got food poisoning there. I know you love the Village Inn. Yeah. It's a, a Waffle House. Yes. Waffle House isn't bad. Waffle House. Yes. Um, but uh, Village Inn. No, not yet. No. Because am... here's what happened. It was a Friday. You were coming in late. Uh-huh. Because you had flown out, I think, Wednesday night or Thursday morning to go do a taping. Was this Boston? I think it may have been Boston. Was that the last place you went? No, the last place I went was Florida. It was to Orlando. Okay, then it was, you were coming back from Orlando. Mm, okay. Was that the same weekend as the, was supposed to be the Lucha Libre? Yes. Okay, then yeah. Then yeah. It, was, it was Florida. Yeah. So, I picked you up. You got in, I don't know, probably like nine and you were hungry. So we went to one of the only places that is still open mm. in the burbs, which is the village Inn. Sounds about right. And that was the very last time we went out and everything shut down the next week. Yeesh. And I had not been in the office uh, since March 11th because mm. I worked from home those last two days, Thursday and Friday. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now my office no longer exists. And I've been working from home uh, collectively for the past year mm-hmm. uh with the exception of those times i got to go out and uh you know been it's been it's been good sure it's been i've been doing good yeah i did good um but yeah wow it's been a year yeah and, and I, pretty soon i'm gonna have another birthday <laughs> and that thought makes me want to throw myself in front of a train no. Because I literally have wasted a year of my life with COVID. Well, again, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's anybody's fault. I mean, we could we could blame a lot of things. Right. The but, pandemic is not anyone's fault. Yeah. The response to the pandemic is people's faults. <laughs> people's, those, those are people's yeah. faults. But I mean. The actual pandemic itself. Nature. Man, this was always going to happen. Nature doing its thing. Yeah. Is nature doing its thing. And that's yeah. just how it's going to be. Yeah. I've read a lot about pandemics, as we all know, even before this. Uh, you know, because I like to read about that shit. Like to read about it. Don't like to live through it. Yeah. Um, and they always say that the next pandemic was always when. Not if, when. It was always. And that's the, it's the same thing now. It's going to be when. Yeah. Because there's no stopping it. There will always be a virus that jumps from wherever the fuck it lives, the reservoir, to humans. And yeah. it will always, this will always happen. Well, let's hope that... The key is the response. Yeah, and let's hope that... If there's one thing that we learned from this is, you know, the way to take it seriously. Because, I mean, we've had, like, you know, there's been SARS and... 
mm-hmm. bars and cars and whatever the fuck they are. Yes. You know, Ebola, don't Ebola, forget. you know, and those things thankfully never made its way. You know, some of those never those weren't widespread. Can you imagine if Ebola was widespread? Yeah, we would all die. Yeah, it has like a 90 percent fatality rate. The thing about Ebola is, though, is that it's not super good at spreading because it kills people so quickly. Yeah, that it doesn't have a lot of time to keep going. I think that's kind of what stops it. Right, right. Plus, you're most infectious with Ebola at the after you die, which is unusual for a virus. Usually, right. it's when you catch it. Yeah. Um, before you start showing symptoms, but it's yeah. because you're just like literally liquefying. Yeah. Right. Which is disgusting. Right. So that being said, uh, hopefully we will learn from this and learn how to address these things better, and not just act like they don't exist. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think our country can learn anything. Oh, no, we're too stupid. I mean, at least this part of the world, at least, yeah, at least over here. No, other countries are smart. Other countries uh, figure it out. But, we are not. No. But hopefully we'll get our stabs soon. Hopefully. Keep looking forward to that. Never look forward to getting stabbed with a needle more in my life than uh, at this point. I know. I can't wait. But anyways, uh, as we say all the time, stay safe. Yeah. Wear a mask, even if you're in Texas. Or Mississippi. or Mississippi, especially if you're in those places, you're really going to need them. Yeah. Because it's just going to make shit worse. Um, so news. News. Um, so I don't know if you've heard this yet. Well, you're telling me, you said you found some things and then you yeah, didn't yeah. tell me what they were. Well, so yeah, because I was going to tell you now. Um, so this week, both DC and Marvel on the exact same day announced their summer events, right? Uh-huh. DC's event is called infinite frontier that sounds stupid marvel's event is called infinite destinies that sounds stupid too infinite so many infinites um apparently so infinite infinity according to screenrant.com uh, this is going to be a rebirth level reboot boot for the DC universe because oh, what these are, do we oh, need? These are com- for some reason, I thought these were like fan events. Oh, these, no, are, no, no. these are com- wait. So what was, what was it? What was it called? What's DC's Infinite Infinite Frontier? Uh huh. Marvel is Infinite Destinies. Okay. Okay. So no. So okay. Continue. Um. So apparently, even though we have d- done many a reboot with DC, we're doing another one. Uh, after now the death metal is over, which I don't even know what the fuck was happening in death metal. Cause I did not read it. Um, and so I guess the idea is to try to like bring the characters back to their classic origins, which I thought we had already done that, but I guess. Why do they keep wanting to bring it back to classic origins? Why can't you just decide one origin is the best? Just, I just don't know why we keep doing it and then redoing it. I'm like, could we just pick one? Please, please just just pick one. And then in a couple of years, let's stick with it instead of rebooting well, it's everything. The, it's the whole idea okay. that the reason why fans, why people don't read enough comics these days is because they have a hard time following everything. Yeah, sure. So but if more you keep you rebooting re- it, God damn it. But that's the thing, though, is You're that it's just, but you, the, more, the more that you hear about these reboots the more that the casual fan or the casual person that it would, would actually read comics is going to go, what, they're doing that again? That sounds stupid. How am I going to even, I, I don't even know if I would enjoy that. Yeah. So it's really 
it's really frustrating because I, I don't I don't see what the problem is with just having a series go for like ever. You know, like yeah. it, it, something could be numbered one thousand, like Detective Comics or Action Comics. Like you can have comics numbered, you know, higher than eight, right? You know, or whatever it is that you have an issue, whatever it is that people have issues with. I don't know. I don't know. So what it says, at least for DC, it says. One of the big appeal of both events is DC's promise to bring optimism back to the DCU. In Rebirth, that led to the return of the heroes such as Wally West, Ted Court, and the pre-New 52 Superman. Similarly, Infinite Frontier sees at least one major resurrection and a surprise passing of the torch, elevating a fan-favorite hero to the big leagues. These immediate changes are a display of good faith on DC's part, showing that the DC showing that DC is committing to brighter stories with characters that fans have missed. Oh no, is Damian Wayne going to become Batman? That would not be a fan favorite. Well, the, well what I was saying, for me, well, not for you. Fuck Damian Wayne. I hate Damian <laughs> Wayne. Because I can see that. I was just trying, I was trying to think I'm of like. I'm sorry. I've never liked him. I don't like bratty kids. No. And your whole character is I'm a bratty kid. Yeah, it's not, not Jen's deal. Nope, not thing. So that's for DC. So Marvel, apparently, with their Infinite Destinies event, the Infinity Stones are returning to the comic universe, which I didn't know. I didn't know they left. Gone. Uh, but apparently they are returning to the pages of Marvel Comics in a big way, as the comic event will explain. Uh, the comic event will explain where the powerful gems have been and how they will make Up them my ass. back to the universe. Didn't know they were gone. <laughs> Uh, pro, I don't know. It says, uh, this is greenrant.com as well. It says Marvel revealed that the infinite destinies event will take place over eight different annuals and will wrap up with infinity score, a game changing arc featuring the black cat. Okay. What's, yep. What, so, so does she steal the stones? I, Give me the steel. Give me the steel. It doesn't say. Uh, the upcoming saga will see the return of the Infinity Stones, which have been scattered across the galaxy right, right, right. and have been slowly teased over the last year or so. Marvel already revealed the black cat wearing Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet and a lead up to the event. And now more information has been released. So the, the stones haven't been around the Then that makes no sense because. The whole MCU. Well, they might have gone away because of the movies. But that's isn't it, isn't it something though where you want the you know which read and see in the movies to be reflected in the comics? Kind well, of like how they did with also been Guardians like, of the Galaxy. Maybe, but it could have also been a rights thing because they might have been like, "We're gonna go do this thing on the big screen." Remember, because Fox own the rights to the X-Men. The Fox own the stones? Well, no, but they own the rights to the X-Men. If they were like, oh, well, we want this to be a universe thing, well, we can't do anything with the X-Men, so they just got to pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, so maybe now did. that the rights are all back under the same roof, now we can bring them back. Right. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I have no clue why they left. And apparently Black Cat's going to be yes. doing stuff. Uh, the series will the also introduce new villains. That's exciting. New villains. All new right. villains. So, yeah. All right, great. Sounds terrific. Again, I need I keep promising it and I I need to get out to that one store over by us. Yeah. But I need to pick up some new comics so we can talk about some new comics and see what the hell actually is going on. Maybe we can maybe we can comment on it. Yeah. Maybe we're going to have some sort of view viewpoint. I have no thoughts. 
But no um, thoughts, only stunes. Yeah, no stunes. Give me the stunes, volume one. <laughs> Actually, if they called it Give Me the Stones Volume One, uh, I would like that a lot. I would appreciate that. Are they gonna is it gonna be something called the Rolling Stones? I don't know. Sure, why I'm just not? Just like things called stones. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a group called the Rolling Stones, like back in the '70s that just like had Infinity Stones. Yeah, it was like, man, we got so many Infinity Stones, we just keep throwing them. Yeah, rolling them. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah. Well, there's your Marvel updates and DC updates. Mm-hmm. Update. Uh, I guess anything else? WandaVision uh, had something fun this week. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Division was fun. Not gonna spoil it, but uh, it's pretty. It was pretty hip. Yeah. Um, which apparently the issue where Vision, like all the all these Wanda and like Vision issues of like West Coast Avengers are like shooting up in price. Oh shit! You have them all. I have some. I don't have. I have a trade that has a lot of them in it, which is fine because that's how I want to read it. Uh huh. But it's funny because it's like, you know, you see like the, I think it was a, a Mike from the bug comic bug was posting like, it's like, oh, this shoots this shot up. Actually, I could probably look it up here real quick. Yeah. So uh, West Coast Avengers number 45 apparently is going for like $15,000, $1,500. What the fuck? And uh, Mike goes, uh, is like, oh, man, I just. I think I just sold that for a dollar. Yeah. Which again, you know, yeah, the people, you know, those books, like it's, it'd be like all of a sudden if like alpha flight became a hit and then all of a sudden like alpha flight shit started getting bought, you know, making lots of money. Like, this is, that's, it would just be so weird because it's like, yeah, but you could also like just go to like a comic book store right. and find these random ass issues in the boxes. Well, not anymore. They're going to pull them all out. I don't know. Not, not, not I, I mean, I guess you would call them hidden gems. I guess. Hidden stones. Anyways. Yeah, so that was pretty hip. Infinite stones. Infinite Sorry. stones. Uh, what else? Infinite. Uh, we, um, yeah, I went to, nothing, not really a whole lot going on. I went to Second and Charles. Actually. Yeah, I bought some books. Bought some books. I actually bought a uh, Swamp Thing trade, which I was actually pretty did. excited for. Because, uh, uh, you know, I don't get to see them a lot around at uh, Second and Charles's. And uh, they had one, it was like volume nine, Infernal Triangles, the one that's like a vertigo, the vertigo, but it's like just before vertigo, but it's already like in the mature readers. So like, mm. you know, it's very adult stuff or supposedly adult stuff. I mean, it's just weird. I yeah. think that's, I think that's what they would be like. It's like, it's adult readers, but it's like, it's just weird. And like, you know, sometimes they reference sex. And drinking. Mm. So, uh, you know, watch out. But, um, yeah, so I was actually, I picked that up and uh, for, for, for good, for, for cheap, super cheap, actually, and I uh, was happy to read it. Yeah. Um, and then I also picked up uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 for the Wii, because mm. now I have the Wii. That's right. And it's, uh, it, to my surprise, a different game than the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 on the PS3, which I have. Oh, interesting. Because it's it's tailored to the Wii. Like it's it's it, it follows the it follows a lot of certain of the same beats as the other game, as the, you know as the as the one on PS3. But 
because there's certain things that you have to do with the controls, you know, like mm. the stupid Wii controls. Right, right, right. <laughs> you just look like an idiot going, ah! Yeah, it was actually kind of funny when I was sitting down here the other day and you were playing it. You're just sitting over there like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Well, I have, to, I have to shake the nunchuck and move it up and down and do this and do that. And, you know, but I, I love those games and uh, I was actually very surprised to, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. So uh, I got that. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I've, I put up another video on YouTube. Uh, I opened up a, um, I think this was, what, what did I post? I think it was the Bret Hart battle arm mm. one that I posted. So you can, uh, find that on my YouTube angry hero 79 and, uh, please give me, uh, some love there. If you, uh, want to check it out mm-hmm. and check out my other videos. That'd be really hip. But uh, I think that's about it for right now. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with our book for this week. Between the golden age of Atlantis and the rise of recorded history, there were ages undreamed of. Hither came heroes and villains possessing swords and magic, whose deeds became tales and legends. I have come to relate these sagas. Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Days of High Adventure, a new podcast discussing a variety of comics that fall into the fantasy or sword and sorcery genre. Available on most podcast services and Anchor FM. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Secret Origins. Number 21 from December 1987. Uh, I believe I probably bought this book because mm-hmm. I love Secret Origins, but I don't really uh, plan to keep this one. Yeah. Because it's, I just, I'm not going to go out and collect all these issues. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I kind of, my, my, my random comic book collecting has, uh, has, has ceased. Mm. Uh, it's slowed down to a crawl. Yeah. Because we have so many. That's the thing. Yeah. And we only have so much space. We only have so much space. I only have so much patience to go through and sort all them out. And mm-hmm. like, there's certain ones, like, I mean, like I have all like my defenders and I have all these random, we have these random supermans or just have all these things that are just random that I like to have mm-hmm. that are just, for, it's just for me. Right. You know, and it's not where it's, that's why it's the worst collection because it's, bad you know it's just shitty stuff that nobody cares about right and nobody should care about except for me because it's just tailored to us Mm. but um secret origins is of course uh i i love i just love secret origins books i just love origin stories Mm -hmm. and uh actually for speaking of podcasts you can uh check out uh, if you do a search for secret origins on uh, your app, your apps, you might come across the uh, Secret Origins podcast. I forgot if it was if it had a special name or not, but uh, it was uh, it was on the Fire and Water mm. Network. Yeah. So our friends at the Fire and Water Network, uh, I believe, it was Ryan Daly, uh, was a uh, was hosting that. He was just going through each issue, so he probably covered this in a much more. Uh, respectful manner than we're about to. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, if you uh, if you want another viewpoint, you can uh, seek that out. But we are about to talk about the secret origins of Jonah Hex 
and the black condor because mm. these are two great tastes that don't go together. Yeah. Actually, two terrible tastes that are repulsive, even more repulsive yeah, well, in the same book. We have actually almost done a Jonah Hex for this show before. Yeah, and it was actually pretty, it was, it was kind of racist. It was so racist that we said, oh, we can't do this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really one for Westerns, just to be perfectly honest, like for, for comic book yeah, Westerns. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could have found something to talk about, but man, it was like, it. not only was it racist, it was misogynist too. It was really, because it was like from 74 or something. Yeah. It was pretty rough. So we were like, oh, we're not going to do this on the show. Uh, yeah. And uh, the black condor we're about to talk about is the golden age black condor. Or I was going to say, because haven't we talked about him on the show before? Well, yeah, but it was a different black it condor. It was a different one. Okay, so yeah, I'm was not a 90s crazy. One, right, right, a, okay. Yeah, I, I was like, I thought we talked about this guy, but he had a different origin. Yeah. Different guy, okay. So on the co- basically the cover is just uh, you got black condor smiling, flying towards us. Mm-hmm. And in the background and like the clouds is uh, Jonah Hex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we start off with the origin of Jonah Hex. And we think what we've got going on here is a, uh, a woman being uh, uh, chased. Not just a woman, a sexy babe. Sexy babe wearing a, a bathing suit and heels. Yes, well, that's what you wear when you're being chased. And she's running through, they're running through some sort of amusement park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we find out that it's a movie. Yeah. And so and her the, shitty heel breaks. Shitty heel breaks. And she falls into a cowboy statue. Yeah. And knocks it over. And so she falls into the statue and everybody's like, oh, shit. You know, this cowboy statue, you know, must cost a bunch of money, but people get a better, better look at it. And it turns out that it's the, uh, actual body, Mm -hmm. actual stuffed body of Jonah Hex. Yeah. Which I'm surprised that most people, these people on the set actually recognize it because I wouldn't know. I mean, we actually know. I don't think many people, I think just one guy recognized it. Well, no, because somebody... Someone recognizes. Well, somebody it. gasps, and then another person's like, "Oh my god, good grief!" So, well, because it's an actual body. Oh, that's true. Actually, that would freak me. Yeah, I guess I guess it's, it's that. not a statue; it's a literal body. Which, um, shit. And I wish to God I could remember this guy's name. There's like a story, and the dollop did it. Sounds about right. About, and I think my favorite murder covered it too. It was about a guy in the West who was like dead, and he was. A murderer or something i don't remember exactly what his body got stuffed and then it manicotti and then it kind of went on tour oh did they do that one live do you remember that maybe the the dollop that was at the podcast maybe maybe this is it i cannot remember this guy's name because they did not find it because they found it in at an amusement park eventually in like the late 60s early 70s when somebody was like wait a second that's an actual body yeah it's not a dummy and then then they like trace it back to being like this guy who died in the 1800s or something and his body got stuffed yeah and just basically put on display all over the fucking place and just got moved around a bunch right and i wonder if that's kind of like the inspiration behind this possibly i wish to god i could remember the name of this guy no i think i remember it because i remember seeing that i think that's what they talked about live yeah it makes sense and uh so they 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 find this body of jonah jonah hex yeah, and at an like, amusement park. At an amusement park, and so we 
jump to this guy at Princeton College mm-hmm. or Princeton University, and uh, they're just looking, you know, at his um, at the, you know he's looking at pictures of his body and the you know his guns and everything, and it's his yeah dude. They, they also mention uh, the tacky rhinestone suit he was stuffed into at one point. Yes, which I love because I'm like Jonah Hex wearing a nudie suit. Yeah, him and Mike Mills yeah. from uh, REM, uh, proprietors of the nudie suits. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who they is They were it? big in the 70s, the nudie suits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Mike Mills brought them back because he started wearing them in uh, the What's the Frequency Kenneth video. Oh, yeah. Well, I think uh, Miley Cyrus wore one recently, and I oh, think Kesha it. wore one at one point. We're bringing it back. Bringing back that nudie suit, uh, which is literally what they're called. Just FYI, I'm not making that up. It's not naked. It's nudie suit and they're those you've seen them head to toe usually like some crazy color rhinestone fucking cowboy outfit yeah and it's called a nudie it's suit what, it's what glenn campbell sung about yeah and then literally. like in like the guy who invented it his first name well at least the name he went by was nudie it was like a like a like a french person i think uh, he was a designer of some sort i don't know these are important details yeah anyways I don't know his name anyway so we have this uh yeah, because this professor, uh, this at, at Princeton, this guy, Professor Lawrence, he wrote like the book. Like he, he's like, like if you if there was like a beat the geeks, yeah, he would be like the Jonah Hex expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he like he knows. He knows his shit. So, do you think there's an actual Jonah Hex expert somewhere? Oh yeah, there's probably some. There's somebody who's there. like obsessed with Jonah Hex. Yeah, they call it call them. Uh, Hexians, hex, 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 hex bolts. <laughs> so, uh, he's talking to this uh, guy uh, out in uh, I don't know who he's talking. I forgot. I think he's talking to somebody there, uh, somebody the- out in Wyoming. And uh, is this the collector? It's I don't know who this guy is. It looks like a micro machine guy. Is that the collector? No, uh, I think that might be like the collector's friend, friend or like servant or something. Because the collector's like a way older. Yeah, he's got hair. Yeah, because we we could see him. That yeah. just looks like an Alfred. This dude, this dude, by the way, this this professor looks like uh, Jeff Jeff Goldblum, ninety two. Yeah, no, I could see that. So yeah, so Jeff Goldblum here, we'll call him Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's giving giving everybody the lowdown. So Jeff Goldblum's like, you know, so so he's like, are right, you guys gonna like show it off? And he's like, no. Well, basically, what's going on is there's an old woman. That claims she is uh, Jonah Hex's last living relation or something. Yeah, his last is uh, his close close wife. Is that that's not his wife? She says she's common law wife. Oh, common law, because he like he married like a uh, uh, an East Asian lady. That's what she said. Was it says she's that but this woman is Native American. It's blocking the sale. She says that says John, Jonah Hex's ex common law wife final years. So who? So who's this Asian lady? Well, they mention it later when they're talking about the dress. Okay. Well, the collector talks about it. So this is where we jump to uh, some place in Illinois where this this is where the collector, yeah, who uh, looks like Ian McKellen. So, so he, I just have a question. Uh-huh. So this collector is like, oh my god, I have this from Jonah Hex. Oh I man. have this from Jonah Hex. Now I'm finally gonna get his body. Yeah. Uh, as a collector yourself. Hmm. Is this what we have to look forward to? Are you going to get to the point where like, fuck Toy Biz figures, I need the actual body? Well, to get to a point where I need the actual building 
were or the actual machines that were made that made these toys? No, no, no. Like literally, will you just be like? Oh, so instead of action figures, I need the actual bodies yes. of the of the wrestlers. Is this going to get dark? Is that's what I'm asking? How dark is this going to get? I'm very dark. Okay, I, I can assure you, I've, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a very, I'm a very sane collector. Okay, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to have any stuffed dead wrestlers in my house. <laughs> Uh, that, that eventually somebody will do a dollar bomb. No, I will not. <laughs> I can assure you. The, the, just try to figure out how dark furthest... it's going to get. Because this guy could have just started with baseball cards, and now he's fucking collecting bodies. Yeah, I don't know this he, guy's story. This, yeah, I don't know who this guy is. This guy's just like, hey, man, I'm into, yo, you know what? Give me I'm a body. Co- I'm collected. Bring me that body. I, I collect, I collect. I got the table he was shot at. Yeah. I have. That's what I mean. This is getting dark. Are you going to have to be like, this is the gym that that guy got killed in, in Puerto Rico? <laughs> oh, oh, what? Like, are you gonna have uh, like a Bruiser Brody? Yeah, are you gonna be like this tile comes from the wall of the shower in the gym where Bruiser Brody was what stabbed? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh man, murder tile. <laughs> Check out my murder tile. What's murder tile? Come see. Hey, hey you want to see the murder tile? <laughs> I got it hanging out. I put it in my own wall. It's almost. It was almost. It's almost as if I was there. <laughs> It's got like a light shining on it, which this guy has like the the t- the shotgun he was shot with and the table he was shot at. He has all like these weapons. Glass. He has. Uh, I just I have to know how dark this shit's gonna get. He has uh, like the tomahawk used by Scalp Hunter, who is another DC character that like chopped his face, right? No, that was a different different. No, d- d- this is two separate things. Oh, 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 oh Scalp Tomahawks uh, or Scalp Hunter or Tomahawk. The scout, I, I was confused. Oh, scout hunter. So, hunter, that's a name. So, uh, yeah, he's got like the wedding dress. Yeah, he's here. It is. He's yeah. got the wedding dress worn by the lovely Chinese bride, uh, Mei Ling, who on the day she married him, pity she left him and their son. So, okay, so he was married at some, supposedly yeah, yeah. married at some point, uh, and he has the dress. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's got, somehow he's got all these weird things. He's got all the shit. I, I do like how there's one thug here because he's, he's talking to these two goons, uh-huh. and this one goon's just got his hand on this like the shotgun, just kind of like just resting his uh, resting his hand on yeah, it on the table. Like, like he's like, yeah. I fuck. also love this is this is the guy who's wearing his sunglasses indoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, that, big big redhead guy. That uh, that guy looks like Donald Logue. That guy takes his job of protecting collectibles. Question mark? Is that well, he's job? working for this guy, and he's he's just a hired goon, you know, Donald yeah, yeah, Logue. But do you need a hired goon when all you're doing is collecting things? Well, because he he feels that he needs to ensure that it gets to him, because he, he I think he's I think this guy's just so like. Oh, so you think he's a temporary goon, or do you think he's like? Yeah, a, he's a temporary goon. He just hired. Some, oh, oh, okay. So he's only hired to bring the body, and then he's got to go goon somewhere else. Yeah, he's gonna have to you know get another. What do you goon think gig. a goon resume looks like? It's the uh, just a bunch of like it, it's actually probably really long because <laughs> it's like, like you know work here and the destruct yeah the destruct and then just like the destruct the not destruction the uh, instruct the description is just like punched a guy oh you know yeah. lead puncher you know oh shit do you think they have titles like lead puncher lead puncher lead wheelman wheel uh, brass knuckles yeah brass knuckles. oh yeah under skills uh, yeah marksman brass uh, knuckles whip yeah. All guns. Hey, all guns. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. Are you are you familiar with C this class gun? Drivers. No, no, I'm not familiar with this gun. I'm sorry, you can't be our goon. Yeah. 
You're not familiar uh, with uh, this this uh, particular gun. C class driver's license, forklift driver. <laughs> forklift driver. You never know if you are a goon. You need. I need these a forklift skills. goon, and I need it now. <laughs> there is something I need to collect on a very high shelf in a warehouse. Where is my forklift goon? And I need it. I need it moved very very precariously <laughs> by somebody who competently knows how to use a forklift. Somebody who has been trained. I've driven a forklift before. Uh, probably not legally. Nope. <laughs> I didn't drive like a, well, I didn't drive like a crazy, like a Oh, super I know, but list, usually but like if you, you're, you have to have like certification or something. Oh yeah, no, where my forklift. dad worked, you know, it, it was like, it was for my dad, you know, and it was like, it was like Wild West there. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say, but it, you know, I just know that it was like, hey, you know, we need this done. Sean, learn how to, maybe use how you drive the forklift. But it was like only for like a, yeah. I didn't do like. You went some, from here to there. I didn't do like some of the heavy lifting that some of the other guys did that actually like worked there. Yeah, they you know, probably like knew I what was, they were doing. I was just there for the summer just yeah. doing shit. I did, you know, I mean, I, we did, me and Betty did accidentally set fire. Yeah. To something. It you was, almost burned that whole place down. It made the news. But it was accidental. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. You still almost burned shit down. Yeah. I uh, when I worked many years ago at a certain bookstore that no longer exists, they had a trash compactor in the back. Okay. That for some reason could only be operated by people over the age of, I want to say eighteen. Uh huh. But that doesn't sound right because I couldn't do it. I couldn't use it. I know I was already 18, so it must have been 21. And, like, we just had to, like, dump shit into this giant compactor, and then we had to, like, wait around for somebody to come and push the button. Yeah, that sounds about because right. we were not allowed to compact. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds like something where it's like, hey, I need your code. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. My manager needs to come and push the button. Yeah. No, I get it. I always got around that. People, you always gave me their codes. They weren't supposed to. Their but code was their finger. Yeah. Well, no, it was like always some like four digit code. And it, eventually they just got, they're like, Jen, we trust you. Here's a code. And I was oh, like, yeah. No, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you just remember it from watching them. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so Jeff Goldblum goes out to uh, Wyoming to uh, meet with this, this woman. And he looks totally different with this because I honestly thought these were two different characters for a second. And oh, because like, you got oh, the wait. beanie on. Yeah, I was like, is this like a like a hipster journalist in the in the seventies? No, it's just Jeff Goldblum with a hat. No, he's definitely giving off Jeff Goldblum from uh, Body Snatchers vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he comes in and he's talking to this. Uh, he, ta- he meets this uh, tall bird. Yes, woman. This Native American lady. Native American lady. Old lady. And hundred years old. Yeah, he, he tell and so he answers a bunch of questions. She answers a bunch of questions for him, and basically, yeah, because he's like, "Oh well, you you've given me enough detail to let me know that you know you are you know who you say you are." Right, and then she also references the Hex uh, series that was uh, Jonah Hex in the future, back in the, the mid eighties. Mm. There was a one a series that went on, and she's like, "Yeah, he talked about that, and then he didn't talk about it again." Yeah, because it was science. Yeah. So she gives us a uh, a quick origin of him as a kid, mm. and you know we got his uh, father who's uh, Drunk. drink drinking heavily, and all of a sudden, like the, the kid, this you know the father's like, "Hey, what day is it?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, it's Wednesday." And yeah. He's like, well, it's your birthday, and he's like, cool. Uh, I don't need anything. He's like, here's a, here here here's a gun. 
Or no, he gives him, he's like, oh my God, wow, look at this. And he's like, don't you ever seen a rifle before? Well, first he's like, hey, I hope you don't expect anything. Uh, I'm a horrible drunk and I hate you, child. He's like, yeah, dad, I, I get it. You know, you you don't like me. I'm not, I'm not going to get anything. And he's like, well, actually, here's this rifle. He's like, cool. And then that's when his dad's like, oh, you stupid kid. Haven't you ever seen a rifle before? Blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. And so then uh, he's, uh, we, we jump to that later that evening and his father is just, you know, drunk off his ass and his uh, Joan Hex's mother comes in and he accuses her of stepping out on him because mm-hmm. she's been out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he does use a word here that I kind of wonder if uh, I can use, I find a way to use this again. He goes, he's like, where in thunderation Thunderation. Thunderation have you been? Yeah. So. And and basically he like, uh, she was like, she had to go get something and then the wheel broke on the thing. And so she's late. And this guy's just like, you know, that lady told me never. Basically, you know, that song, it's an old song. It's like, want to be happy for the rest of your life never make a pretty woman you're oh, that wife. woman yeah that one yeah, or that song yeah that song is basically is what he tells this woman like i should have married an ugly broad because they won't cheat on you and i'm like have you seen jerry springer <laughs> because that's not true right <laughs> everybody be cheating on everybody everybody be cheating on everybody and usually when you see jerry springer those people are not cute nope none of them none of them they're all yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. No, it, it's always a bad thing. Um, so that that ain't true. So he, so we, I, I thought this was going to lead to him shooting his dad, but it doesn't. That's exactly what I thought too. I was like, oh, well, because we already saw he was like a dead eye shot. He was like shooting all the stuff. Yeah. Like the first time picking up this gun, just like shooting everything. I'm like, oh, so he's going to kill his father and that's going to be like the origin. No, his dad like comes out and hits him and he goes face first into the floor. And I'm like, so is that where he gets his scar? That's for a second. I thought that's what that was. But then but we I don't knew, see I, it again. No, no, I knew that's I knew that's not where he got a scar. But I thought for a second I was like, wait, is this? Did I misremember this? But, right. So we jump back to the present, and Jeff Goldblum's talking to this lady, and she's like, "Hey, take me to that place so we can advance this story." Mm-hmm. You know where you where they found yeah, him. Yeah, take me to the amusement park. Take me to the amusement park. So he he goes in and. Uh, he uh, the woman's out. The woman's not there, but he goes in. Jeff Goldblum goes in, and uh, the goons are waiting for him mm-hmm. with uh, Donald Logue and everything. And they got uh, brass knucks. And there's one part where they punch him, and it looks like his eye explodes. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. Like because the way the the blood is drawn, it's like super like super bright red. So it's kind of like uh kind of like a, like a, a Dario Argento movie. Yeah. Oh, it is 100. percent So they're like, hey. You know, we need like legal recourse to get this body for our boss. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need to uh, make sure this woman signs this thing. And then, but then they just leave. Right. They just leave instead of like shaking down the woman. And she's like, nah, don't call the police. You know, the spirit of Jonah Hex is going to protect us. Right. And then she, you know, talks about him being in the Civil War and how the reason why he got his scar. Is because oh, got there a was heart to the face. He, no, he uh, his Apache blood brother. He killed his Apache blood brother. Oh yeah, and the his basically uh, this blood his blood brother's uh, non 
I don't know. Nah, it's hard to see the letter. Now it looks like now Tanti. Yeah, the copy of this book is kind of rough. Yeah, the lettering. Yeah. It's like a well, not only that, but you can see on the cover it's like cut wrong. It's like if you look at Secret Origins, do you see the top? You see there's like oh a, yeah, no, it's it's, it's off, cut yeah. wrong, and then the actual print is like, and I don't know if it's because it's old or just the way it was printed. It's, it's like kind of blurry. Yeah, yeah. So this is, it's kind of a shitty copy of this, right? Yeah. So he is, um, yeah. So he gets the like a. Well, it looks to be like a stick to the face. Yeah. Like a, it's, it's the, uh, the mark of the demon. Sure. And so he, you know, since he was all scarred up and everything, he, uh, you know, he, he decides to start drinking. I mean, and, what else are you going to do? Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. And he's like at a, a, an establishment, a brothel of some sort where there's like a lady trying well, to. Well, the way the woman described the, the tall bird describes it as he found his woman in the dirt of the street. The dirt of the street. Yeah. And so he's, uh, you know, he's talking to this um, or something like he's he's at a brothel and he goes out. He hears like a commotion outside and well, he goes out. What? I was going to say it's because there's like a, a woman there being like, hey, uh, soldier, I need money f- for somebody's surgery. Uh-huh. And then the, the soldier's like, no, wench. And he goes to like hit her, and then that's when he starts like seeing it as his mom and dad. No, 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 that's not, that's no, that's not it. No, because he's talking to the to, he's talking to this lady, you know, to this lady. What I'm assuming is a you know prostitute. Oh, this I must prof- have skipped ahead, or maybe not. Did I think I he's not, just, did I miss this page? Let me see. Actually, no, I only think it's even a prostitute. I think he's just talking to a lady. Um, no, there's a point. Yeah, because you have to. So she's, this is a woman of the night. Oh, it is it. Okay, this is a woman of the night. But see, this guy hits her. It's not the it's not the same woman. Oh, it's a different woman. Yeah, because oh. he, he, he hears he's talking to this woman inside, okay. and he hears he hears hears what's going on outside. Woman. So he goes out there to see what's up. Because they're all drawn the same. And he looks, <laughs> he sees this woman. And it's a blonde woman, like his mom, and this guy who looks like who has a stash, who has a stash like his dad. And so he envisions Jonah Hex. Hicks Jonah Hex does envis- envisions. You know, he has he has you know, he has mustache PSD yeah. PTSD. Yeah, he does. And uh, he envisions. Um, these people as his, this guy as his dad. So he shoots his dad. And instead of people being like, holy shit, you just shot a dude. It's the old West. And they're like, Hey, uh, you just shot like this criminal, yeah. you know, this guy that, this guy that has uh quote, uh, is wanted for, uh, more back shooting for back shooting more men than the U S has got States. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you yeah. know, I'm assuming uh, what that, year was this? <laughs> well, this is like the 18s. I was gonna say, how many states do we have at that point? Not as many we have now. No. So he didn't shoot 50 people. No. But he shot a lot of people. Yes. You know, it's enough. It's enough 18. people. It's enough people to to get into some trouble. Yeah. So he gets this reward, and uh, he makes it rain. Yeah. He just takes the money and just like blah. Yeah. And they're like, like "What's wrong with horse. you?" Gets on his horse and leaves. And now I think we're. Back at this at the park, amusement park, because then now the goons are there with the old man, right? The collector, Liam McKellen. Yeah, and he's like, "Lady, look, you know, you need to sign this sheet because because you're old." Oh, was it? No, I think they're, I don't know. I think they're still at the park because it's, it's he says yesterday, so it's like they've been hanging out at this park like for the whole day. Sure. And uh, he's she's like she's like no, nah, I'm not gonna sign the paper. And then one of the goons is like, "Then you ain't liable to live too long, right, boss?" 
I'm like, she's a hundred years old, dude. Just I, wait for this old woman to kick a bucket. I'm going to remove you from your life. Yeah, she's about. Yeah, she's she's about to kick it. Yeah, just let her go. Come back in six months. So the goons and uh, well, no, and the uh, me and McKellen pulls out the gun and he's right. like, you know what, you Murder. know, you should sign this and all uh, out of nowhere because I don't know how this fucking happened, but I'm assuming it's because it's the uh, uh, the ghost of Jonah Hex. But Jeff Goldblum all magically has a gun, right? So when they the way they drew it, I honestly thought it was because they're standing in front of the Jonah Hex body and he's holding guns. And I was like, oh, is Jonah Hex alive now? And he's shooting these people. That's what I thought. That's why I, I was like, oh, he, Jonah Hex has come back to life. The spirit of Jonah Hex, and he's shooting these people with these guns. No, it's. Oh, oh no! Wait, you know what? I think no, you're right. I think you're am right. Am I right? No, I think you're right. You know, because okay. then the next, like the next page, it's uh, Jeff Goldblum has a gun. And he has the like, gun wait. because he's picking up the gun that the old guy dropped. Oh, because because so you see him because you can see him here. He's like he's picking up. He's like oh, he holds it up to the uh, to the goons. Okay, so that that is what happened. Yeah. So okay. ghost. It was. It was it's a, a little unclear. It's ghost gun. It's a little unclear. The way it's drawn. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm like, wait, whose hand is this? Because it it's is, just a hand. It is awkward. Yeah. So, yeah. And so they um, get the the goons and they rock, put them up in a van and uh, and then uh, they leave the body there and they'll come get it later. And yep. that's it. Yep. That's how it ends. That's the uh, Jonah Hex torture. That's what happened with how, that's how Jonah Hex. There was like maybe eight panels of what actually of how Jonah Hex became Jonah Hex sort of sort of and a lot of goons and a lot of goons mm. and a lot of Jeff Goldblum and a lot of uh an old lady yeah and ghost ghost yeah guns. that that's what that was it was not worth it to yeah. sit through that origin so we have the uh letters page and here in the middle it's called secret admirers no. which isn't bad for mm. secret origins but there's no letters it's just a like a kind of like a, a secrets behind the origin. So it's a bit yeah. more of like a like a published like when you read publish publication history on Wikipedia. Yeah. It just kind of talks about that stuff. So that's neat. Um did I did enjoy this uh ad for NBC uh Saturday morning cartoons. I looked at I did not read it, I just glanced. Well the whole thing is is like so there's an elf cart elf cartoon, I guess. And so the idea is that all these characters are in the NBC commissary mm. and they're, they're eating lunch and Alf crashes into the ceiling and everybody starts eating the ceiling or by accident or something. Cause the gummy bears are like, Oh, you mean it falls into their food? It falls into their food. And I the, thought and you the, meant they were just like, mm, ceiling. Hum, hum, well, no, hum. it's like the gummy bears are like, because <laughs> the gummy bears are like, uh, like, it's like, hey, what is the gummy, you know, just the, rant, the cartoon, the gummy bears, if you remember the gummy bears, mm. they're just like, hey, look at these motherfucking fraggles here. They're eating the ceiling. And then, <laughs> you know, and then. Uh, I, I would really appreciate if the gummy bears actually said, look at these motherfucking fraggles. Yeah. And then. Uh, Fucking, uh, we got Foofer. Do you remember Foofer? No. He's a blue dog. Nope. Yeah, he's there. And he's like talking about radishes, and then, uh, and then they got Simon, uh, Alvin, and Chip, Alvin and Chipmunks, and Simon of all people, he's supposed to be a smart, responsible Correct. one. He says, "Yes, I hear Alf likes cats. Let's introduce him to Gargamels." You know, it's mean. Yeah, I mean, well, Gargoyle's cat's kind of evil, but, you know, that's still mean. It's, it's true. And then the Don Johnson's just standing, like, half off camera here, 
and uh, that's true. He is half off panel. What and, the uh, hell? Half off panel. Yeah, half off panel. And like Alvin's like, hey, let's let's do shit. So yeah, that's your uh, 1987 NBC lineup. Yeah. Oh, there are letters here. Actually, I'm sorry. I I'm mistaken. Okay. I didn't read any of them. Two pages here. All right. Anyway, so here's here we go. Black Condor. Black motherfucking Condor. Secret origin of Black Condor. Yes. Who uh, appeared first, I believe, in something called Crack Comics, number one. Right? Give me that Crack Comics. Crack Comics. So there's a lot of, I don't, I don't want to do each, each one of these things yeah, here. Yeah, because there's a lot of it. Like, basically, we are in a... We're in Mongolia. Oh, okay. We're in Mongolia. That is not where I thought we were. Where did you think we were? Uh, I thought we were in some, like, Iraq or something. Because there's, I mean, like, we camels might, and, and... We might be, such, but... And it, people, you know, shouting, you know, about Allah. So I was like, oh, okay, so we must be somewhere in the Middle well, East. Well, it says something led by... Uh, yeah, in the Crack Comics excerpt, it says, like, perhaps the fates conspired on that day many years ago when an expedition led by Major Richard Gray trekked across the bleak ste- steeps, steps of uh, Outer Mongolia. Oh, see, I didn't read that part. So... I said, I'm not reading you. Well, so uh, he's going to read the rest of this. So we start off with this thing, though, where his father, uh, Major Gray or whatever, is talking to his wife, holding the, the baby. Yes. Holding the baby, baby condor man. Mm. And uh, <laughs> is this is where he calls him husky. Th- yeah. This is where he's like, she's like, she's like, wow. You know, my, our son must love this life. He uh, one day he's going to grow up to be an archaeologist. And then he goes, I and he's a husky lad and and a husky lad. He is, too. So basically, it's like our son's going to grow up to be an archaeologist. It's like, yeah. And he's fat. Yeah, exactly. He's like, look at this fat fucking baby. (laughs) This baby's so fat. How fat is he? Yeah. This guy's just walking around and be like, my son is fat. Hey, 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 do you have a fat son? <laughs> hey, who wants to look at my fat son? Yeah, you know what? We don't have any more food left for this expedition and we're all going to starve because my fat son ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how hard it is to find baby clothes in Husky? <laughs> <laughs> they don't make diapers that big, do they? <laughs> just, Excuse just, me, do you have the Husky boys section? <laughs> but you have to go into the yeah, I had a wife, clothes? I had, I had to wear Huskies. <laughs> but was, as an infant, I don't think. Oh, and not as an them. infant, I don't know. I mean, I, I that was probably the last time I was thin. Oh yeah, no, I was never thin. <laughs> I, was, I think I was, I was th- never thin. Then I just became gelatinous. Excuse me, do you have gelatinous size clothing? <laughs> Can you show me the the, the the gelatinous boy section, please? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that, I was wondering you catch that. Where it's like he's just like yeah, my, was, son's, <laughs> my son is fat. Yeah, this dude's just like my look at my fat fucking son, and then like some weird noise happens. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, I shouldn't have brought these. Well, before that, oh, we get the meteor. Oh, that's right. So Important. The, the, there's a meteor that that flies through the sky, and it hits you know it, go, it goes it goes past them but then they hear Kinda noise like lands in a mountain somewhere yeah lands in a mountain and then they hear a noise and it's like oh shit it's a bunch of uh, uh i want to say pirates but what is it like kind of stand, i'm trying to think i can't there's a word for like genghis khan you know like marauders Mara- it's called marauders yeah. yeah genghis khan motherfuckers see this is the kind of analysis you're not gonna unfortunately you probably won't hear in uh, the secret origins podcast that's right they'll actually tell you like what they, happened we're just gonna talk about fat babies and marauders yeah they're not they're not saying Gen- about they're not gelatinous saying, size gelatinous yeah i can assure you that ryan daly is not saying gel- uh genghis khan motherfuckers yeah you know, true. because they actually have respect for comics and they actually know things <laughs> actually know we just things. make shit up <laughs> So 
Yeah, but this is where he's like, "Oh my God, you're trembling, my dear. I was a fool for I was a fool to bring my wife and my infant son on my dangerous exposition in this in this barren wasteland." Y- yes and no. First off, like it's probably ill advised, but second, when people were wandering this country in covered wagons, man, some of those fucking women gave birth in the back of those covered wagons as they were moving. That's true, but it wasn't. So, but but it's in the, those that, times. But but at the same time. It kind of didn't have a choice. I feel like this guy had a choice. Yeah, he totally he totes had choice. <laughs> yeah, this guy had a choice. And he was like, you know, I don't have to bring my wife and, and newborn child. But you know what? I should. And so like. The, well, you know why he probably bought it? He's probably like, he's probably using, he's thinking about using his son as like a tauntaun. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, he was like, oh, if, well, if, if it we, gets we, too cold. Cold, cold. We'll just slice open my giant baby fat son. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll live inside him. He's thinking about eating that baby. He's thinking about eating yeah, That's th- exactly th- why he brought it. He's like, look at this fat child. Luckily, think- if we run out of food. We're cooking it. He was, he was thinking about, he was thinking about fucking, offering it up to the to the to the marauders, be like, "Hey, yeah, hey, yeah you, you can, want a baby? This baby? We're gonna fucking Donner party this shit. <laughs> Yo, we Donner Potter in this shit. <laughs> Donner, Donner Potter. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Do you remember that movie Alive? <laughs> How? How horrible can we get with this? We, we no, even... Seriously, do you remember the movie Alive? Yes, I do, and okay. I remember the Simpsons bit about it. I don't. Do I remember? Because it was Marge. Was Marge didn't want to fly in planes, and so because they... of Alive. No, oh. it's because she had the. Did you remember that episode? Oh yeah, because her dad was a flight attendant. That was a flight attendant, so she was traumatized. Yeah, 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 which is stupid, but yes. So, but the thing is, like, they're like, "Hey, we need to like figure out how to like." You know, make your get your mom, make your mom oh, feel better, <laughs> and so they 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 show her like a lot. She's watching a live, <laughs> and, it, and the part this part it's like the, the, you could hear the TV, and they're all like, they're like, oh my god, we're all alive, and then they just start chomping. And <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, pass you're, me pa- co-pilot. Pa- pass me some co-pilot. <laughs> Yeah. That's what she's. Just, that's what she's also just sitting. Yes, but like she's not sitting on a seat. She's just kind of like <laughs> sitting in midair. Yes, I do remember this now. <laughs> Yeah. So what about a life? Oh, I was just thinking about a life because that's also about a bunch of people having to eat others. Yes. Yeah. No planes here, though. Nope, no planes. So um, the wife like hides and the marauders come and there's a bunch of like killing. And this woman's like, oh, no, they're attacking them. I have to help my stupid fat son be damned. Yeah. And so she like, and I'm like, lady, your literal only instinctual job is to protect that kid. Yeah. Like, I understand you want to help, but you have to save the kid. You have to save the kid. This kid is going to die. Um, but she doesn't. She, like, throws a rock at some guy's head. Well, of course, then she gets murdered. Yeah. Uh, then the husband gets, like, pulled aside and murdered. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, it's just a guy, this, uh, what's his, because he comes up later, uh, Gallicon. Yeah, so just, and everybody dies. Everybody dies and the fat son. Except for the son. fat son. Except for fat son. Thank God for his fat. Because then this, in this, upset me by the way because this is an infant uh-huh. this is an infant and he's already crawling along being like mama dad i'm like no no he cannot talk i am not okay with it but then he like sees a bird and the bird's like hey look at that kid and then he almost falls off a cliff yeah but and the, the bird saves him the bird the condor is a condor it's a condor and the condor takes him back to the nest near the glowing rocky thing and is like, you know what? Instead of eating this child, which is what I had originally planned, I'm going to raise him as my own son. Yeah. I do I do enjoy the the commentary box here. It says, yet for reasons we shall never precisely know. It's like <laughs> yes, he, he we decided will. to read decided she decides to raise him as her own son. It's like Yes, we Yeah, will. it's because it's made up. 
<laughs> yeah. We'll never know the motivations of this fictional bird. Uh, but there's also like, like the, you know, the little condors are learning to fly. And then this kid had the drawing of this devil child. Yeah. that's. A, I was wondering it why you're saying that, but now devil. I see this. It's like, yeah, he becomes like Damien Hellstrom for, for a he second does. here. He has, his hair goes into little horns. His eyes get crazy and he just starts flapping his arms. He looks like he is possessed. He's also ripped. So he became, he became, he became unfat all of a sudden by, by not, by not eating all the food well, on yeah. the expedition. And he, uh, He's just be- eating regurgitated bird, whatever the Yeah. Fuck. That's how, that's how you get ripped. That's how you get, that's Ew. how you get healthy. It's all protein. Yeah. You got, you got, you say, go, we should start, maybe we should start a worm diet. Yeah. God. <laughs> the boogeyman. <laughs> no. The wrestler, the boogeyman, which I always enjoy where it was like. <laughs> that's so gross. Where it was, um. Uh, CM Punk was talking about him one time and he's like, he's like, yeah, that guy will go up to the doctor and be like, doc, my stomach hurts. It's like, <laughs> it's like, why? It's like, cause I eat worms. Oh. It's like, yeah. He, cause he would do it on his own. Oh, he would like, just do it when like, he wasn't like just hanging, he would just be hanging out, just eating worms. Well, apparently they say that, you know, you can eat worms and then grasshoppers and all sorts of stuff. And that the future of protein is in insects and such. It's like that movie, uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah. Because they said they make a bunch of protein bars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, because people eat fried grasshoppers and such. Yeah, I know. Yeah, urban, urban forager. Yeah, you gotta uh, be an urban. It's like I just I think that you're not supposed to eat them in the quantity that the boogeyman did, it, no. which is handfuls of live ones. Yeah. I'm gonna say you should probably like put them in something. I'm kind of glad that's not a thing anymore on on you know uh, mainstream wrestling. Yeah, no, no. You know, no. he still we does saw that. Him. On, we did. Yeah. In Boston. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. He was in a dark match or something. Yeah. Oh, that's no. He, yeah. No, he's on ECW. We saw the ECW taping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he wrestled uh, DJ Gabriel. I don't know, but it was gross. It was gross. Yep. So, Devil Child grows up to be ripped boy. Yeah, he gets really ripped, and he like wants to fly. And obviously, since he is you know a human, he can't. But he still tries to like jump off of a thing, and he gets really hurt. Yeah, he gives himself like a concussion, or should have should have broke his neck. Should have died, and then his his mom, his bird mom, mom is like, "Here, go sit back at the nest until you get better." And like the the rays of the meteorite like yeah soak into his it says it like stirs something in his body yeah <laughs> i was it, like that's just puberty induced puberty yeah that's just puberty and it gave him uh some sort of strength and some sort of ability ab- to fly. Ab- ability basically the ability to fly and ba- you know you studied the condors and how they how they moved yeah and then he just all of a sudden started fucking flying Yep, like Wonder Woman. And he learned in he, Wonder he, Woman eighty four. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's exactly that. She's just like, I can fly on the winds. Yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly what happened. She, this guy didn't need Steve, Tre- Steve Trevor. She, nope. she did to to tell her like, you just harness the wind, and she's like, I can fly now. Give me the stone. Give me the stone. <laughs> so Maxwell or just bleeds on her. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> So, uh, so, so Condor uh, learns how to speak bird. Yes, which is actually it's, it's pretty funny because he just in this book he's just like you know, he's like scraw and like but he's saying like these giant paragraphs. Yeah, well, maybe in bird language. I mean, I mean, sometimes I'm trying to put together Spanish sentences, and there's many small words in English and there's only like three Spanish words or sometimes vice versa. 
El Condor Negro. Sure. I don't know what the Spanish word for Condor is. I don't is, know what it is either. But I, I know yeah. my black is Negro. Yeah, yeah, see. So, uh, but did we do, then we get some stuff here of him uh, stabbing eagles. <laughs> That's right. Bald eagles, by the bald way. Bald eagles. I was like, this man hates America. <laughs> well, no, he's still, apparently, I think he's still in uh, he Mongolia. Is, but... He is, but, you know, they're bald. So. Yeah, he, but he's, like, he's just like diving on eagles and stabbing Yeah, because he was like, it's, they're like, during a drought with the, a knife he made out of a stone, he. Give me the steel knife. He flies. Flies over to like forage for food for his family and like gets in a fight with these eagles and then falls down and some like old hermit priest man yeah. is like, oh, I'll help you. And then it's like, fuck my eagle family because then he just hangs up with this priest. I hope or fuck my condor family. Yeah. I, I really hope they didn't need food because they're all dead now. Because he's just like black hey, condor. Black condor went off for cigarettes, and never came back. It's exactly what happened. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna go get some of those. Some, no, actually, he does hang out because like they, I think I think at they, the eventually, end they show up. Well, no, well, the, there's a part here where he's just hanging out with his condor mom. Oh, see, look, he's a condor mom, and then oh, he's oh, in, he brought the condor yeah. mom to meet this guy. He's like, hey, meet my, meet my buddy. Maybe she was hoping for a love connection. I don't know. <laughs> sexy, se- sexy I triangle. I, I don't know what's going on in, in black condor's head, and so basically, this guy. Condor goes out to do something. He comes back, and this guy's like murdered. Yeah, well, I think because the, the the marauders yep. decide to uh, they they attack this guy, and then they attack some city, and they're pillaging the city. And I don't know. Well, I do enjoy this panel here of this uh, the lead marauder. I feel like Golly Gall- Gall- Con or whatever. Sure. He's, I enjoy this panel. I'm just going kill, kill, kill. Ha yeah. ha ha. It's just uh, and so. I also enjoyed this this rotund man running. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a fun drawing. Yeah. Um, so also he looks sort of like a bowling ball. He does, yeah. No. So uh, he's you know as he's running or so everybody's everybody's you know being pillaged or whatever, and then this is where Black Condor shows up and he uh, is, I enjoy this where he just goes scraw. He goes he goes scraw and it says in parentheses. Revenge, my bird brothers, revenge for the death of my father, Pierre, or Father Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a lot to say in one uh, scraw. In one scraw. Because it all sounds the same. It does all sound the same. So he goes to town, beating up all these dudes. He goes, yeah, they they find the lead guy, and he, he does a, he, I think he finds the lead guy and just brings him up into the air and throws him down. Yeah, he just, he basically murders everybody, and then they're like, yay, you, you. Killed the Marauders. Good for you. Well, no, he killed a bunch of So though he killed the leader. Yeah. And the Marauders like, yo, you, you got to be our leader. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to fly. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. I'm out. Um, but then he's like, you know what? I think I've done all I can here. It's time for me to like go find my human family. So he like gets on a boat. Even though he can fly, he gets on a boat and he goes to America. America. And I believe in 1940. Uh, I believe that's what it says. I think, think I think it's a four. 1940, yeah. It's hard to tell. So, and he's like, oh, here I am. And then. America. There's Today. This, Sorry. Then there's this little thing about how, like, he's just in the park and some guy gets thrown out of a car who happens to be a senator <laughs> who happens to also look exactly like him. Oh, my God. It's my perfect double. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. That dog has a fluffy tail. And he's like, you have to become me now. Well, okay. So <laughs> the, the senator gets thrown out of the car. Right. 
because he's he's a senator. He's a young senator. Gets thrown out of the car by an unscrupulous businessman named Jasper. Jasper Crow. Yeah. So he's all birds. All ja- Yep. Yep. And uh, the doctor. This guy's like uh, this. The senator's like, get me to a doctor. And the, and then the, the black condor's just like, no doctor can help him. Yeah. He's like, but he just, looks like me. He's like, you know what? I should just let this man die. And he does. And so we get this ending here. And I've, I've known about this part. Uh-huh. But it says, the next day, an appropriations bill favored by the forces working for Jasper Crow needs one more vote to become the law of the land. And they're calling upon the senator. Uh, and he's dead. But he, then Black Condor shows up. And he's like, nay. And they're like, oh, my God. And Jasper Crow's like, wait a second, I saw that guy die. And he's like, nope, I'm going to vote by no, vote no, and your bill fails. Ha ha ha. And then like. He's talking to this guy. So he did take this guy to the doctor. And. I thought he took him back to his like mansion. Because uh, this guy's like, like Bruce Wayne wealthy. And he like goes back and who has like an Alfred no. Butler. No, I think it just, it just oh. says a Georgetown mansion. So it's not, it's not him. It's not his yet. He hasn't. He hasn't, uh, you know, gained the wealth yet. Well, he, he does right here. Well, right here, but yeah, it's not, not like it's not. Oh, you're talking about the senator had the had the mansion. Yeah, the senator had the mansion. Okay, and he's like his lat like he Black Condor goes back to this mansion, and there's like an, a butler there who's like, well, Tom, whatever his name is, is now dead, the senator. But with his last words, he said, "You must continue my legacy." So basically, impersonate me. And live my life. Give him my social security number. Avenge me. Maybe this is what they meant to do in Wonder Woman 84. Instead of having Steve just steal a man's life. Oh, yeah. That man should have, like, I don't know, been murdered by Cheetah and then given Steve his body before he died. Yeah, you know, that you would know make what? sense. That would have at least been less creepy. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, you're, you're, you're a good screenwriter. You thanks, know, you could, uh, you could bring those things to. I could have at least but... made it not rapey. Yeah, not not uh, mor- morally and big uh, morally uh, uh, hor- questionable. Yeah, morally horrifying. Yeah, and so he's just like, "I'll do it. I'm this guy now, yep. and I can fly. Yep, and I enjoy worms. And I'm go- I'm gonna. And I'm fat. Be a but vigilante. I was fat. What? I be a vigilante. Be a vigilante, and that is the and secret- a senator and a senator. Yeah, both. Yeah, be both, and uh, that is the secret origin of. Uh, Black Condor, and that is it for Secret Origins number twenty-one from December nineteen eighty-seven. Um, I mean, I, I guess I would say, do you want to read more Secret Origins? Of course, but I, I, I would say, of course you do. Yeah, I, I like more Secret Origins. I don't know if I would go forward. I might go backward. Well, there's it depends on the again depending on what it is. That it's usually with Secret Origins. I'm not yeah, I'm definitely for this book too. But yeah, you know that's fun. And we've done Secret Origins before here like a, I think like a long time ago. It's always hit or, it's always not so much hit or miss, but it's just like, you know, it's to your tastes, you yeah. know. Like if you want to read about Doctor Fate this week, you know, this month or if you want to read about Black Canary or or Superman or whoever it is that they're doing, you know, and then you pick it up. If you mm-hmm. don't, then you just say fuck it. Yeah. You know. So it's always, you know, it's debatable, you know, depending on who who's uh who's who's who it is that month but i i dig it i love it yeah so anyways that's it for this week's show 
Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get the show. Uh, tell your friends about it. If you find us on Stitcher, on TuneIn, uh, wherever amazon not amazon not amazon what's the flying one podkite yeah yeah i'm trying to think of some other ones though too like google we're on google sure find us on google spotify Mm -hmm. find us on all those places and uh please share uh the podcast with folks and tell them that you need to you need to hear more about these husky children yeah uh turning into where are those fat babies let's get more fat babies becoming condors (laughs) whatever the fuck this book wants you to believe sure (laughs) dumb book anyways that's it for this week's show thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again next time bye